Good afternoon, South Shore Insurance. This is Michelle. Hi, can I speak to Michelle? This is Michelle, Michelle? This, this is Michelle, yep. Michelle, this is Joey Jingola. Hey, Joey, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Pretty good for a Monday. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Right about the logos. I mean, we went through a, a deal with um, our agency name because another agency a couple miles away decided to try to trademark South Shore Insurance after we were, you know, up and running and two years later. How important is the thing that you call yourself? Well, that was my good friend Michelle Mosier over at South Shore Insurance down in sunny coastal Florida. And as you heard her talking about there, she ran into a little bit of a naming snafu with another agent who wanted the rights exclusively to the name South Shore Insurance. That's a little bit of a tongue twister. I'm going to probably screw it up at least five times during this podcast. However, there's a couple different angles I want to take on this. And there's, you know, there's been conversations over the years about names and, and if they mean anything and whatever else have you. And the one thing that I think we get worked up on, yes, it's important, but on the other hand, it's not, right? Um, the first thing that I kind of want to mention is that having played in bands growing up, the band name never really, you always wanted a cool band name, but what made the band name cool was the music that the band played, right? Like the music defined the name, much like the people and the agency defined the name, right? So that's the thing to keep in mind, right? Like whatever you call it, you're going to make it cool. And... If the music sucks, nobody's gonna listen anyways, right? So if you suck, nobody's gonna come by, you know, and do business with you. It doesn't matter how awesome your name is. Now, that's the, that's the, that's obviously the first point. The other thing that's interesting is is there's this talk of you know, now obviously I work for my family agency, Jingle Insurance Agency. That's my last name. That was my dad's last is my dad's last name. It was my grandfather's last name who started the agency, right? We put our name on the door, and there's a, an interesting push or kind of a groundswell of this idea that we will be better served in the future if we have a more generic name like ABC Insurance or something that I've kicked around for agency. I think it's taken those somewhere and we might run into a similar you know, circumstance of what we're exploring here on the show is like you know, GIA Insurance. It actually, it's, it's perfect as an acronym and it's the first three letters of our name. So G is in Jingola, I is in insurance and A is an agency or that's the first letters of our name, GIA. That's pretty crazy how that works out. Uh, anyways, that would be something, GIA insurance, sounds like ING kind of, and that would maybe be a little more confusing. That's if we wanted to go the generic vanilla bland route. But there's people that say, and, and I've had them on this podcast, you know, they've been on this show before, I don't know that I've really featured their opinions yet, but that, they, that we as agents or agency owners would be better served with a more generic name and that Jingola Insurance or Steve Smith's Insurance Agency or, you know, whatever, you know, whatever other generic name you want to assign to it, you know, whatever your last name is, insurance agency, is somehow becoming a detraction in this modern age of, of trendiness. I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing or not. I guess it's kind of what I wanted to get off the top of my head first, even though it's very loosely related to this topic. Um, I'm just curious to, to know, you know, if you think it's, if it's that big of a deal. I mean, let me know. But... I, I don't, right? I, I, I think the name is going to define 
who you are, how you're viewed, the perception of, again, think of any names of companies, of bands, of whatever it is, right? A name of something. Whenever you hear it the first time, it never makes sense. It doesn't, it doesn't really click. It's just once that thing, like again, Amazon, you thought books for a while. Oh, Amazon is ubiquitous to this thing that delivers stuff to your door in two days or less. And Amazon has made their name be what it is, not the other way around. Their name doesn't make Amazon be what they are. And the interesting part here is as though choosing our name wisely, that's the key, right? Because I think we get hung up on the fact that our name needs to mean something. But in reality, if we're giving the name the meaning after the fact, maybe some of it isn't as big of a deal as we thought. There, well, there's a couple of South Shore insurances. There is one in Alabama. You know, I mean, we're on the coast. It's hard not to be South Shore because so many areas are, are that. There's a South Shore insurance, I believe, in Chicago. We are the only South Shore insurance professionals in Florida. And a local to me agent who's an Allstate agent decided she was going to federally trademark South Shore insurance. It was brought to my attention by somebody, and she said, who, who happens to be one of my clients, and she said, you know, that name's already taken. And she said, well, not if I trademark it. She'll have to change it. I was like, really? First off, Michelle, I know, I'm sorry. It must be a pretty big burden to live near the coast and enjoy such clear blue waters and, and you know, spacious blue skies and warm, breezy temperatures. I, I know that's probably probably a tough thing. And, and to, you know, not highlight that in your business name must be a real challenge, too. I'm, <laughs> I'm kidding. I live on the coast, the shores of, or we call them the shores of Lake Erie. It's not the coast, but the, the shores of Lake Erie. Come on. Anyways, my weather bitterness aside, we'll move past that. Um, it is interesting, right? So everything is called South Shore Insurance for you know the places, the businesses in the area that uh, you know where Michelle is from. And the one thing that I'm not quite clear, and I probably should have called Michelle for clarification, is that she says there's a lot of South Shores. There's one in Alabama. There's one in Chicago. And I think the biggest thing is, is, you know, if you have the choice, if you're in Ms. Michelle's position, you know, she's been in business a couple years and I, there's two parts, right? So this Alabama South Shore Insurance, this place in Chicago, if they were there before you and that's what you wanted to call yourself, I would say eh, maybe something else, right? Because even to this day, right, I've gone to Michelle's website plenty of times. Uh, every time I'm looking to call Michelle, I go to her website and I end up actually at one of those other South Shore Insurance's websites first. Uh, because they rank for whatever, and then I got to make sure I'm looking at the right city, and I got to remember what Michelle's city is. And now maybe that's not a problem for the people in her area, but again, as our agencies grow and expand, and you never really want to limit your business, you don't want to put it in a in a you know steel box and say you can never get any bigger than that. I guess the point is is that that name is not the most important thing, right? Now maybe yes, you wanted you want to cater to your clientele, and you want them to know that you are local to the South Shore area in Florida. However, again, the what you do defines the name. The name does not define what you do. It, it does, but it doesn't, right? I think it's much easier to, again, define that name by your actions than to have the name define your actions. Anyways, it is nice when they work together in harmony and there, there's some synergy, all that fancy buzzword stuff. Uh, but when push comes to shove, if there's somebody else that's out there, again, much like my experience of, of trying to find Michelle's website and there's another South Shore, I would much rather not deal with that in any form or fashion. 
Now, on the flip side of this thing, when you have somebody maliciously coming after your name, if this other agent, and from what I'm gathering from the story, it sounds like maybe she wanted to call her agency South Shore Insurance after Michelle had already you know, opened up shop, and then she wanted to go to trademark it to force Michelle to have to change it. Obviously, you know, that's a, you know, that's not a nice thing to do. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty, I'm trying to keep the show PG here. So basically anything I would say about that agent, I'm not going to say because, you know, again, maybe your kids are in the car listening. Maybe you're subjecting your kids to listen to the show while you're taking them to school. If you are not sure how I feel about your parenting, maybe it's a good thing. I don't know if hello kids, if you're listening, I'm sorry that your mom or dad is making you listen to this. Um, you probably have your phones in and you're listening to whatever you've got on your phone. My apologies. Anyways, uh, that aside, um, the whole thing here is does, um, you know, does Michelle really need that name that much? I'm going to say probably not. I'm thinking that she could have been just fine without it. Now, this is interesting though, right? So let's just say, I've got a you know weird, bizarro cousin that I never knew, Jingola, and they want to open up Jingola Insurance Agency down the street, and all of a sudden they're coming after us. We've been in business for 60 years, and they want us to change our name. Now, this is something that I think is is possible, right? And this is the challenge of, of as we generalize our names and, and things like that, where we can run into these issues. And it can definitely become a big deal that we didn't see coming. It became something that I would have never thought was a big deal, you know, right in my backyard after building my reputation. I'm on the board of directors for our local chamber, and I, I know this agent from that chamber. And she was like, well, we do different things. I'm like, oh, no, we really don't. <laughs> we both sell PNC insurance. We did different know. things and in a different area. She's about seven miles away from my agency. So again, back to those not nice things that I'm not going to say about that agent. I mean, it just, just, it falls off of a, like a thousand foot cliff at this point. We do different things in a different area and you're a thousand, thousand, you're seven miles away from Michelle. You're seven miles away and you sell PNC insurance and you do different things in a different area. Unbelievable. And this is the kind of stuff that just, I mean, it sneaks up from you out of nowhere, right? Like you cannot really, I mean, taking into account somebody else's idiocracy I mean, I guess it's probably part of a good business plan, but I mean, let's be honest, right? Like none of us want to have to deal with this. And that's why, you know, this is something that you don't see coming. You didn't think was ever really possible. Uh, again, sticking with, this is where, you know, if you stray from the, where we started the whole conversation, if you're straying away from your last name, um, there's a pretty good chance that, you know, this might have not a pretty good chance. I mean, it's possible. You're opening yourself up to the possibility. Now, again, my bizarro cousin scenario, very unlikely uh, for happening, right? Unless you have some bad blood, you know, maybe things go, go south, you know, maybe, um, you know, one of my uncles gets mad and leaves and wants to start his own jingle insurance agency like that. Okay, fine. I guess maybe I'll give it to you. There, some family feud type stuff that's going to end up on forensic files or unsolved mysteries, something like that. But outside of that, obviously the more generally you skew, then the more vulnerable you are for people wanting to use that name or use it and then create this confusion. And I'm not going to say that nobody's ever going to, to use that name, but, um, you know, the blue ocean thing, right? Just, just don't be afraid to get something that isn't maybe ideal for what you were thinking in a traditional sense, much like, you know, Michelle South, South shore insurance on the South shore. I mean, because let's, let's be honest. I mean, the South shore is a, probably a pretty big area, right? And there's probably a hundred, 200 insurance agencies that are, could technically qualify themselves as part of a South shore somewhere. Right. So obviously you're increasing your odds there. 
Um, but again, the, the idiocracy on display here is pretty stunning. It's spectacular even. And, um, and this is, I think, you know, if you've found yourself in this position, you definitely have to stand up and fight for it. So we fought it federally, and it was rescinded. She dropped her request to have it. But it was and when you talk about logos and you talk about your name and all that stuff, I mean, I, could I have changed it? Yeah, but yeah. I've built a reputation around my name, and it's a good one. And that was my biggest fear was that maybe hers isn't good. And if somebody says to me, you know, South Shore Insurance Professionals, it's long. I, I get it. I don't know what happened the night I decided to make that name. But when I stand up in a networking group or somebody stands up and refers me or or something, they say South Shore Insurance. I didn't want anybody to be confused and then go there and have a bad experience yeah. or think that they were coming to us, but they went to her. Yes, I agree, Michelle. It is long, and no, I, I'm with you on that. I'm not quite sure what happened the night that you did decide to go with South Shore Insurance uh, Professionals. And it is a bit of a mouthful, but all of your concerns are very legitimate, right? You've got somebody that does the same thing within seven miles. I mean, heck, we were on vacation a couple weeks ago and in Myrtle Beach, and apparently there's like two Walmarts like within an equal distance of, of time from, you know, uh, where we were staying. Uh, I went one place, my mom went to another Walmart and we were at different Walmarts, although we drove two separate cars. We wanted to be at the same one and you know, whoops, you know, so I mean, it's, 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 it's very easy to happen, right? You know, you might think you're going to the one South shore, obviously once you figure it out, it's not as generic as a Walmart experience, but, but it's, it's easy if you're that close, right? Um, it's nice that she fought it. It's nice that it was, you know, knocked down. Um, and it is important, right? Reputation. And you've built a reputation and you don't want any confusion. So, you know, outside of trademarking it, I don't know if this agent is still using South Shore or not, or she's South Shore Insurance and Michelle's South Shore Insurance Professionals or how that agreement is. Um, protecting your reputation is a big deal. But just not getting caught up on these names in the first place is, 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 is a pretty solid way to not have to you know, worry about being on the defensive of a name or something like that. Um, you know, again, now, if it wasn't two years in and Michelle was changing it, uh, you know, I don't, I, again, I don't even know if it would be the end of the world, right? If, if Michelle ended up with a, a shorter name because of it, maybe, uh, again, blessing in disguise. And it's not something that, you know, I don't know that you would have to stop doing immediately if you'd work out a deal or if you even want to just be on the offensive and, and, and shorten it and, and go buy something else, right? I, I'm not saying any of this. This is more or less a conversation. Obviously, we've never had to deal with this. This is an interesting story that Michelle was kind of talking to me about. And I thought, you know, I bet you one of you guys have, has, has run into a similar issue or you're looking at starting your own agency and you're thinking about a name. And just some of my thoughts and just some 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 things to think about, you know, as you're as, if you're venturing off into your new agency for the first time, if you have an agency that's kind of over, you know undergoing some of this stuff, you know, if you're not too far, in, that's again, you know, um, you know, Ryan from I think he was on last show, uh, you know, he he started an agency just for you insurance, and it's I think just the the number four and then you insurance. I think that's how it is. You know, he's six months into his agency, right? I mean, if all of a sudden some agency that's been doing business for 20 years says we're just for you insurance and they're in Oklahoma, I mean, I get, you know, I, I don't, I, I wouldn't waste much time and resources worrying about the name. You're too new, you're too fresh, just get going, just get on with it. And yes, you have a reputation, but don't worry about, you know, fighting it. You know, I just, I would chalk it up to, yeah, you didn't really do your research. 
you know, as you were starting again, Ryan, this isn't the case. I'm just using him as an example because he is pretty fresh in his agency. And if you are in that position where you are fresh in your agency and somebody's coming after you about your name or you're noticing that, you know, somebody else shares a name that is exactly the same or very close and it's causing you problems or losing you business, then that's something that you need to address because, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you call yourself. It's how you operate inside and out that's truly going to make the difference. And yeah, it's going to be confusing for people to see the longer that they can't tell the difference. And the sooner that you can start making it easier for them to tell the difference, meaning have a creative name or be different or do something that is not easily misconstrued, the better off I think you'll all be. All right, I got to come back with a pretty interesting recommendation. It's been a few, uh, it's probably been a month or so since we've had any solid recommendations here. And I flew through a TV show that I never heard of, was not on my radar, and I'm surprised it just didn't exist in my world at all. I don't know if I can just chalk this up to being a dude with kids. Maybe that's it. Um, it's an AMC show by the name of Halt and Catch Fire. There was actually three seasons just magically waiting for me. And um, it takes place back in the 80s. Uh, mid 80s uh, so it's a little nostalgic for me it's kind of when I was in my very uh, toddler youth stage uh, you know kind of built centered around the uh, building of technology and personal computing and personal computers and, and building in that space and playing in that technology space uh, it's an interesting look from a business perspective just from um, you know having seen the innovation already happen you know just the thought process of, of what people were thinking like back then to really just kind of go step into it I think it's very applicable to you know where we're at right now and in the insurance industry. Is, is there's so much talk of insurance innovation, of insured tech, and all that good stuff. Uh, it's fun to take a look back and say how things were just in the you know, overall landscape, and and kind of just really gets the mind going as far as what you can do to you know really think about what's possible and 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 and, and, and kind of clear the slate and say, hey, you know, what am I missing? And if you are having a hard time really pinpointing it for your agency and you think you want a little bit of help, you want to surround yourself with a bunch of agents that are trying to or already doing the same thing, well, that's why I've been talking about it. Grow Lab 2017 is, I mean, it's not right around the corner, but it's kind of, I mean, it's, it's going to sneak up on us. October 24th, 25th in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, we're going to limit it to only 100 people. So the first 100 people, that's it. Then we will close the doors and that will be it for good. So registration is not open yet. That will be coming here very shortly within the next seven to 10 days. So stay tuned. Uh, let me know. Just let me know. Reach out to me. Say, hey, uh, Joey, I am coming. I'll be there or I'm interested. I have some questions. If you're on the fence, if you are in interested at all in Grow Lab 17, just let me know. Joey at growprogram.com. Would love to talk to you about it or more importantly, love to see you there. But uh, Joey at growprogram.com. And uh, we'd love to know what you think. Take it easy.